This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 90 Nation or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds! Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Elliot your Parks, James Seltzer. What up, buddy? Well, it's two o'clock. And the sky's falling. Yes. Sorry, go ahead. You're good. Well, no, the sky is falling, but that'll be in a few minutes when I find out. <laughs> I didn't oh, get the on? Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, yeah. Oh, go over Taylor Swift Wednesday, tickets. two o'clock. Right now, we're recording, which You're means a I'm a Swifty trying to trying to buy the tickets now for me and the misses. So that means in about three or four minutes, we'll all know I did not get yeah, the tickets. By the time you listen to this, no, I did not get yeah, the tickets. Yeah, no chance you're getting the yeah, tickets. Zero percent chance. Yeah. Will you be paying like $1,000 for a ticket? Or? Well, that'll be up to uh, Kristen. <laughs> the amount I'm we're dreading, spending on the second market is yeah. 100% in Kristen's uh, I am dreading wheelhouse. the day where Zoe's like, can you get me the, the tickets to this? Yeah. Well, you're going to have to go. Well, yeah. Although, I'll, honestly, I'll go with too. her. Look at you. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> Olivia yeah, Rodrigo hey, reunion tour Uncle, in 10 Uncle years. Uncle like, Elliot said exactly. he would love to take you to I'll be singing time. along. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would be. I know. I know yeah. I would be. It's just circling right now, so I'm not going to get them. But, uh, so the sky's falling for this, but then, you know. The sky's falling the for The more Eagles. important sky. Is that they lose. They're losing players right and left. Yeah. The injuries are finally catching up. Like It is amazing how much things have spiraled since the Phillies got no hit. <laughs> Dude, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it is. It, we were on the top of the world to now being at basically the bottom. It's a disaster. Like yeah. this city's a disaster. It's like uh, what, what, uh, nothing's going right, Elliot. I know. All so, right, let's let's get into it. I, I usually yeah. we, we BS more, but I have to go to a dinner tonight. I got a thing to do. So, yeah. so I mean, the Goddard news is really. Bad, let's get into it, obviously, because that that's what that's why we recorded this yeah. pod today. We were talking like, should we do the parks pick? No, we got to talk about Dallas Cowboys. I think that Goddard has actually become kind of underrated on this team. Mm-hmm. Like, we never talk about him. That's a really good point. And he's just consistently really, really good, yep. right? He's a big part of the offense. Um, I mean, he's A.J. Brown is clearly, I think, at this point, a bigger part. But, like, Goddard's been hurt safety net since last Goddard's year. Next. He's a big Goddard's part. Next. And he's, like, 1A, 1B, like if you had too, to name you know? The, the, forgetting the linemen, the three most important players on the offense, you go Hurts, A.J. Brown, Goddard. Yeah, Boom. agreed. And I, I think that it's for a couple reasons. A... He's just a really good tight end. And yeah. and obviously this is not breaking news to anybody, but because of the fact that we don't talk about him much, I think it's important to set the stage with why he's such a big loss. Like, 
I think he's their best option in the red zone outside of a quarterback sneak from the one. But I think he's their best receiving option in the in the red zone. I think he's probably their best option on third down in some ways. Like AJ Brown is obviously up there as well, but I think Goddard over the middle, great option. Um, he's great on screens. He's great after the catch. He has great hands. Like he's just he's and he's, he's also one of the a best, great blocker. And he's a great blocker. And that's the other thing. And if you've noticed, they've been running a lot of like two and three tight end sets this year. And I think a lot of that is predicated on Goddard too. So like, yeah, I mean, so that all that being said, it's a, it's a huge loss. Like if there was, you know, if we if we did a pod, and it would be a bit of a morbid pod, but like what are the five players they could least afford to lose on offense? Like Goddard would be up there. Yeah. You know, Richie said that outside of Hertz, he's the number one player. He wouldn't want to meet. Yeah. I, I th- so and now the one positive I will say is it is not like a lower body leg injury. So you, you feel like when he comes back, it'll be a pretty mm-hmm. quick, like re it'll be easy to reintegrate him. So into he was the put offense. on IR. So he'll be out for four out weeks. At least four weeks. Yes. So, but theoretically you would hope that, that I believe that it's the, up, the, um, I believe it's the Bears game. He can come back. Okay. So, but like, had it been lower body, then I think you say, all right, it might take him a while to get back. It's like we talked about with Jordan Davis. Like when you're off your feet for a while, when when it's lower body, it's just tougher to come back from. So I think the fact that it's upper body, he'll be able to, you know, it's a cleaner recovery. So that's the positive. But the bad news is they have to figure out what to do for the next four weeks. And just to to piggyback off how you started. It couldn't have come at a worse time because it's the now, toughest part of the schedule. It's the toughest part of the schedule. About being the and you're coming thing. off your first loss. I mean, I said it at the end of the last pod, I'll say it again. Like, I think this indie game is an incredibly important game. I think they, if they're going to win the number one seed, they probably have to win this game. Like, it's important. Look, now let's, there's a lot of factors in this. I mean, the idea that it, do we think Minnesota is going 16 and one? Because I don't. No, I don't you know either. What I mean, like, and the Giants' schedule is the, the toughest in the league tough, moving and, forward. And the Eagles play them twice. So yeah. they have that right in front of them and all that. So I get your point. I do think it's a really big game, more so from a momentum standpoint. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, not only would it be a loss that would hurt them in the standings, clearly. Green Bay coming to town But then you you lose two in a row. Then the Packers are here. Like, it just feels like if it's going to snowball, it's the the snowball right now is very, very small, right? But, like, the Colts lost. Like, then I think you really start moving downhill. Picking up, yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's a really good point. And, look, I... Was not concerned after the loss yesterday, and I I wasn't like I'm 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 honestly over the loss. I'm totally fine with it. Like obviously mm. I don't want them to lose, but I as I said yesterday, and as I've said to you many times, like I didn't actually think they were going to go 17 and 0. Like I thought they would lose a couple games along the way, at least a couple. And you know, last night you, by the way, the, the, should have said this to me before the game. But like <laughs> as the game is playing out, you're like, we should have seen this coming. Of yeah, course, Carson, Carson Wentz thing, is yeah. back up. On the Carson's return to Philly, of course his backup would win the game. Like, of, yeah, it was the most obvious thing. I can't believe we didn't think I, of I'm it. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. As soon as you said it to me, I was like, "Oh yeah, we're losing." Like, duh. Of, yeah, of course, of course. So we should have seen that coming. And look, it's a loss. Like, it's not the end of the world. The Goddard injury sucks. Like, yeah. it is. It is the. Well, it is like the. It's the tack on to the loss that makes me. Feel like, and I'm not. Look, I think they're going to win on Sunday. I do. I, I'm more confident about this game than you are. I know you're a little nervous about it. And in general, like, I don't think this is the snowball. I still believe they're the best team in the NFC. Like, I still feel good. But, I like, if you look at it and say, like, to the point you made, like, what one guy could you kind of take away that could actually change the season a little bit? Losing Dallas Goddard could affect the offense in a way where it is not as dynamic an offense as it was before, and it could cause problems. A hundred percent. And the other issue that they have is this, is, like, all right, so when you're running an offense, you ideally want a quarterback. Now, granted, the Eagles don't have this situation, but a backup that could run that same offense if they go in. They don't have anybody really on the roster that yeah. you can point to and say, 
he can do what Goddard no. does. Now, part of the issue not is many not many people yeah, in the entire in the NFL world. can do what yes, Goddard exactly. does, right? Yeah, the world is a better way to say that. So that's part of it. But if you look at the backup, like Jack Stoll, maybe slightly underrated as a receiver, but to me, he's, he's a blocker. Well, he's to me, he's kind of like a much poorer, man, poorer man's version of Zach Ertz in that, like, He's just gonna oh, so run the route, turn blocker. and catch it. Oh, you're talking it. just receiver. I'm talking yeah, receiving. He's a solid blocker. Yeah, no, he's well, he's yeah. a very good blocker. Yeah. But I mean, as a receiver, like he, to me, he can't do almost anything Goddard does, yeah. right? Um, and he's then you're taking the screens and running people. Exactly, over you're not doing the bubble screens with him. But, and that like, is a big play for them. Like, they that use is it a, all the time, is a, especially in big spots. Like that's a go-to, like pick up a third and long, whatever type of stuff. Like they right. use it. You know? Well, and think of how much they love to run these screens, right? And like it's always to Goddard, but um, it will actually say it's only effective one. Is yeah, Goddard. that's a good way to put it. But so then you go to Grant Calcaterra. What's funny is he has one target, one catch. It was for like a 40, forty yards. I was going to say it was like a forty yard. So maybe he's unstoppable. Who knows? <laughs> but um, Jalen, Jalen. Hurts in on him, on yeah. him silky smooth. Uh, yeah, so I, I think Calcaterra definitely has some potential. But the issue is the two guys that have the most potential to me are Calcaterra, and then we'll talk about Tyree Jackson in a second. But those guys have barely played in the NFL. And also Calcaterra is, like, basically a receiver. Like, he's yeah, not— Yeah, he can't block at not, all. Yeah, right, exactly. exactly. Which— which, like, again, is not the end of the world. I don't no, want to diminish the, it, but... It's the, it matters with Goddard. If we're, talking, ma- about, yeah. we're talking about replacing Dallas Goddard, again, it's not possible, but if we're talking about... The guy needs to, to block. You, yes, the both right. things have to happen. Well, and that's what makes Goddard so good is you don't... Like, he can get in the game, and you don't... It's not like, okay, well, Calcaterra's in. He's clearly not blocking. Exactly. Right? You know, like, Stoll's exactly in. Right. He's probably you blocking. Have to, you have to, you have to right. honor that. Now, you know? another person that can't block, but I think has the closest like skill set potential is Tyree Jackson. Yeah. So so what's the injury where where's he at? What's the situation? So he's active. He got okay. put back oh, so on the 53. On. So he could play on Sunday. Okay. Um now he's been out since last year, right? Yeah, like, literally. So and he used to be a quarterback two and years also, ago. And also does not so, have a ton of experience. Well, that's period. what I mean. No, I know outside even even with that like he didn't play him in games. No. Yeah, now, yeah. I'm not mistaken, he did have a, t- a touchdown last you year. You did. Yeah. So, you know, maybe him, Calcaterra, just going to yeah, be unstoppable. unstoppable. But I think so. So watching Tyree in training camp last year. Was impressive. I thought he was probably the best player in camp. Like, he was. I remember the hype. The yeah, hype train was insane. Was real. Like, and I, I honestly think, like, they were so high on him. Like, it's probably why they were willing to move on from Ertz in a way, too. Like, they really thought he could he could turn into something. But the problem is, even if he never got hurt, his development was going to take two or three years. He was learning the position. He's a former quarterback, right? But he has a skill set that is it is rare. Like, we talk about Goddard. There's not many people in the world that can do what Goddard does. There's not many people in the world that move like Tyree Jackson at does, his size. right? Like, at, at his, his size, size yeah. yeah. So... He's extremely – he's tall. He has a huge catch radius. Um, he has great hands. I mean, he had something like 45 targets, and he had one drop uh, in training camp last year. This is why I keep the training camp mm-hmm. stats, you know, can, mm-hmm. can lean back to him. Second most catches in camp, second most targets, second most touchdowns. Did you remember that, or did you have to go check it? Uh, I, I got I all the notes. I yeah. figured. But, <laughs> I just um, wanted to check. I thought it would be really, yeah. really well, impressive. Well, I do remember they were really good, but I wanted to get the exact yeah, numbers. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, and I will say, like, so before games, he warms up By on the, the way, field. I like that that, we all know that means you keep your training camp stats. Of course. Yeah. I love this. Well, a few days ago, it. we were cleaning the house out, and Kristen's like, uh, can we throw these out? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Uh, it's just, where do you want to put them? She's like, where do you want to put them? I'm like, I don't know, but I'll tell you where they're not yeah, going, in the trash. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, 
I forget, oh, so before the games, Tyree Jackson warms up, and he's looked good. Like, he looks, he moves, he's moving smoothly. I think he was, I mean, his activation window happened already prior to this injury, so they were planning on him coming back. But I think when he was ready, they were going to bring him back. Like, I think they would have waived somebody to get him on the 53-man roster. So the question is, how far along in the process is he? I think it's a little similar to the Jordan Davis thing where it's not fair to ask Jordan Davis to come back and be the the difference in the run game, and we'll get into the the Linval Joseph signing. But I think Tyree Jackson has a ton of upside, a ton of potential, and for the Bet Parks users, I think at any time touchdown in his first game is like not a bad bet. <laughs> like I think they're gonna try to get I'll to him right away. Super long. I'm, I'm sure it's probably like plus eight hundred. Even if it's plus eight hundred, I'm thinking like plus two thousand. Oh, all right, yeah, maybe. Yeah, true. I mean, that's usually what the long shots are. Maybe even more. Yeah. Maybe I'll, well, then I would love it at plus 2,000. Yeah. I'll say that. But, um, so I think like that's where they're going to go. Nick, Nick talked today about how, you know, if you look at the six or seven targets Goddard gets a game, it's probably going to get dispersed among players that are not tight ends. Yeah, like, like Devontae. AJ, Devontae, sure, sure. right? Like Pascal, I think, can, in like a weird way, can do like a little bit of what Goddard does. Like mm-hmm. he's, He's not a tight end, and he's faster than I thought in person, but he's certainly not Quez, AJ, or, or Devontae. No, but that is an interesting name to throw in there as someone who can kind of pick up yeah, more the slack, bubble screen down yeah. the field, all that kind of stuff, too. So, but but there's no getting around it. Like, it'd be like if they lost AJ. Like, it's exactly like if they lost AJ. You, you would be like, all right, well, Devontae's going to have to step up, whatever, blah, blah. But, like, there's a reason we talked about the Eagles having the best set of skill position players in the league, arguably. And, and Goddard's a huge part of that. Yeah, and, I mean, it's just, like, so... On brand. Well, especially right after the loss. Well, so. for this city, too, that it happened on the face mask play is just like the perfect insult to injury. Literally. Yeah. Like, well, literally. But the, so here's my thing about that, too, right? Like, it did happen on the face mask play. It would have happened whether it was flagged or not. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, No, but I'm not saying that to that you. It, the but fact just, that it wasn't flagged is the insult, it, to, the injury, insult to injury. Is that yeah. it's, it's not only did he get hurt on this play, but you didn't even get the benefit of the flag and you lose the vote. It's just right. like a play that already sucked that everyone was already mad about and everyone can get that and much now more even mad more mad, mad about, about it. Yes. Yeah. By the way, I'm 2,000 2, people ahead of me in the Taylor Oh, Swift so you're, you're, you're good. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be good. By, by the end of this pod, I'll definitely have a check. <laughs> no question about it. You got also, more than 2,000 people in the stadium, it right? Two, well, it says 2,000 people plus, <laughs> oh, which man. means the number is probably like 500,000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go up to Nick and be like, Nick, I know you got some hookups at the link. Like, Yo, bro. Yeah, come on. I mean, you're Elliot Shore Parks. I've been, pu- I've been pushing. I've been pushing you're you, Coach. Elliot Shore Parks. Yeah. You're telling me you can't get mm, into the Taylor Swift Doesn't mean as much as you think. To- you know, like <laughs> you would think. Kristen's always like, "Can't you get something fun and free?" I'm like, "Not really." No, it doesn't yeah. happen for us. Uh, it, everyone thinks like, "Oh, you're in the media. You know people." Like, well, it's exactly why I can't get anything. Yeah, for I, free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, t-shirts. I get t-shirts and press passes. That's it. Yeah, but those aren't as fun as people. No. Well, unless you don't sit in the press box. Yeah, well, if you go and yeah, hang out. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. horrible in the press box. <laughs> yes, you know it's, it's no fun at all. Ah, I, I will never do it. I will never do it. No. I don't blame you. It's I don't not blame fun. You. Yeah, it's just good for tweeting is basically <laughs> it. And pretty soon Twitter won't it's even matter. It's good when, so. when Fritz is watching Philly's highlights exactly, and there we yes. content Amazing out of pick, that. yeah. I was a great job by Brandon. Our so Brandon. Let, me, let me, yeah, that was. Yeah. Uh, so let me throw this back at you. Love like, it, please. Love when you throw like, it back is, at Like, is... Is the Goddard thing enough where you think like it could impact their record over the next four games? Yes, but do I? Well, think... I guess there's not really one player. Yeah, that would really... is it enough where I'm like, you know, they're not going to get the one seed? No, but do I think they could lose a game that they might not have lost, like the Packers game or something? Sure. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying I expect that, but I think it's possible. Sure. I mean, he's a big part of this team, and these games are close anyway. A lot of times, like. 
You know, it could be a razor thin type of game and, and not having Dallas Goddard, sure. Well, and the, the concerning part for me, too, is so we did the post game pod and obviously talked about the run defense and the defense. And I think that the defense was ultimately why they lost the game. But Joe Giglio of 94 WIP mm-hmm. uh, made a really compelling point on like why it's on the offense that they lost the game. And I'm not saying I completely agree. But the scary thing off of that game, too, is I think the defense got so much of like the spotlight and the blame. The offense was really bad after the first two drives. Lots yeah, of three and outs. I, again, but with I, the, with the, I guess what I'm saying tell is— Tell me the Giglio point, because I, I look at it as, like, they never got in rhythm. They never really had a chance to get in rhythm. Like, I'm not going to kill it. So like, this was a Giglio argument, and I won't—I mean, his was yeah. 20 minutes, so I'll, you know, you, bull, yeah, bullet point. Yeah, condense it down. Yeah. yeah, so basically he was saying that, yes, the defense was on the field a lot, but part of the reason was— that the offense, when they were on the field, were going three and out. Yeah, only a few times, though. It wasn't uh, like more than you think. I, I was again. So when Gilio started, was it like I four was four three and outs or something like that. Well, so when Gilio started, I was like, I am not going to agree with this. Yeah. Like, not going to do it. But then he made his points. I went back and looked. You look at the possessions. So they had their first possession was a touchdown, but that's because they started on the eighteen, mm-hmm. right? So that was three plays. Then, then after that, nine play drive, a four play drive, a three play drive, a three play drive. The long touchdown drive, and then after that, two three and outs, and then the final play. So four three and outs. That's what yeah, I but said. they only had the ball nine times. But that's the problem. They only <laughs> had the ball nine times. Right. Well, but yes. the issue is these 11, 12 minute drives, right. 20, 15 play drives. That's why I'm. I can't. I'm not killing the well, offense for it. I no, refuse no, no. to. And again, I'm not killing again. The offense. Like, what kind of rhythm are you getting in? How can you even? Like, of course you're going to get a three and out. You've been off the field for twenty five straight well, minutes. But, but the point, yeah. And that's fair. And again, I'm not because blaming the, the offense. Can't stop anybody. But but I guess his point was. I think it, it's a bad. Which point. I well, and I love Julia, but strong. But disagree. He, they they scored seven points on their last eight possessions or something. Again, like I, this the, if they get on the field, if there's any rhythm. I don't think it happens that way. I blame the defense. No, and flat I blame out. the defense flat out flat too. Out. But I thought his his point was compelling in terms of like. The offense did not have a but the offense did not trying to force something that just isn't there. The offense did not have a good game. Is ultimately what I'm saying. Sure, right? And so the offense was great, but but again, like if the Goddard fumble doesn't happen, if the Quez fumble doesn't happen, we're looking at this completely differently. Like those are two touchdowns potentially. Those are certainly a minimum of six more points. Well, the Quez probably is. I don't know about the Goddard. No, no, I'm saying the drive. I mean, where they were on the field. Yeah, it would have been at the fifty. Like the point is, like all right, field goal. Like no, no, I agree. They were huge plays. You're in. You're in scoring range or or close to scoring range. Yeah. Those those are two turnovers that change everything. We're looking at the game very differently if those right. happen potentially. So a hundred percent. Now the offense did do them right, so they're sure. to blame for you that. Can, but, but yeah, yeah but you know but, what I mean. but yes, I I think and I actually uh, this came to me yesterday. I wish I would have thought it for the um for the post game pod. But like I think all year the team has been playing. I mean they're eight and zero, so clearly everything was working. But they were playing like the perfect version of complimentary football, where it was like the defense was getting the ball back for the offense. The offense wasn't putting the defense in bad spots. The offense was getting them up early so the defense could rush. The defense was holding on late. You know, like it was perfect. And I think in the Washington game, that all fell apart. The the offense wasn't helping the defense. The defense was putting was obviously struggling a lot, right? The offense turned the ball over. Like all these things, like it just completely fell apart. But to where I was going with this with the Goddard point, the thing with Goddard is – the offense already is coming off of a bad game against Washington. And so now you lose Goddard. And so that would be like the concern for me moving forward is it's not like they're coming off a game where they scored 45 points and you go like, okay, like this offense is clicking. They'll figure right. it out. They're already coming off of yeah. probably their worst offensive. Yeah, well, the I, Arizona game. And again, too, I do think that, you know, it was a weird scheduling thing where you don't play for 11 days. You had yeah, kind of weird yep. stuff off before that and all that. But um, I'll tell you. Tell everyone what I texted you after the pod yesterday that I forgot that is an interesting thought as well. First, download the Bet Parks yes. Casino and Sportsbook app. 
obviously, we're betting on games. Tomorrow, the Parks Picks Pod will come out. You can bet against us. That'll be super fun. But also, Elliot. Yes. Four days. It's happening. Four days. Four days. Four days away from the World Cup. So I was looking at it. And and five days from the USA playing their first yes. game. Coming yes. up next Monday. Are we watching together at 2 o'clock on Monday? I'm so, sprinting out of here. Oh, yeah. Well, so I'm going to be flying back from Indy. I, well, listen, Ooh. I got an early Ooh. flight. I got an early flight, so I'm in by 9 a.m. So, oh, so I'm yes. Good. Well, I, but my point is I'm not going to be in studio. Well, you never were going to. It's the midday show. Yeah, it's, it's not like, yeah. yeah. So so maybe watch yeah, together. Yeah, maybe watch it together. Either way, yes. download the app now. Bet on these games. There's yes. nothing more fun than the World Cup, and, and now we can bet on it. Well, here's the fun part about it, too. So I looked, and the first game, I believe, is on Sunday. There's one game that day. It's the Qatar game. Es- like the, es- yeah. Ecuador, I believe. And, and Qatar, right? Yeah. So then after that is Cutter. Yes, Cutter, my bad. Um, And then Monday, Monday USA plays, and there's three games that day. But after that, starting at 5 a.m., every day for for 12 days, there are four games back to back to back to back. So here's what you do. Here's what you do. Okay, soccer. You take four money lines before the day starts. Love this. Oh, I love this. And you just, it's it's literally like March Madness. Like if you enjoy March Madness, let's be honest. College basketball is not a fun product. So even mm-hmm. if you don't like soccer, college basketball sucks to watch too, right? The fun part about <laughs> the, the the fun part about about the World Cup is, if from a gambling perspective, you get four games back to back to back, and you can ride that parlay. Yeah, right it's there. the best. And yeah. again, it's nations colliding, Elliot. I yeah. love it. I love it. So download the app. Hang out with us. You can download the app in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at pa.betparks.com. Use our promo code GoBirds. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your first bet risk free up to seven. $150 must be 21 in President Pennsylvania or New Jersey gambling problem, 100 gambler. I texted you after our yes, podcast. I'm like, I wish I thought to say this. And honestly, I don't know if it really matters or not, but it it's notable. It's interesting that for essentially a month, the Eagles just keep playing good football. No one's paying any attention. The moment yep. the Phillies lose the World Series and they're done and the, the tension is on the Eagles. Lay an egg. What do we get? They lay an egg. Is there anything to that, or is that just you know? Well, coincidence. I, I think it's mostly coincidence. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I do think it helped the Eagles to have the spotlight off of them when they were like five and zero, six and zero, seven and zero, eight and zero. Like I, I do think that helped, but I think in terms of like, you know, again to go back to like the the team, the complimentary football and everything. I, I don't view this game as a massive red flag. Like, I don't think this is the beginning of the end. I mean, I, like I said before, I think the snowball is like the smallest snowball it could be. Again, I think if they lose an Indy, that'll it could roll quickly. But I think now they're fine. And we can get into the Linville Joseph thing too. But like I think the biggest concern is still the running defense running defense. And then to piggyback back off of Goddard, like if the defense is going to do this thing now where teams have five, six minute drives against them, uh, each offensive we possession call it the Gannon. The game. Yeah. yeah. I, I disagree. <laughs> I call it the Gannon. Yeah, the Gannon, right. There, whenever the defense is bad, it's on Gannon. Whenever the defense is bad, Gannon's bad. Whenever they're good, it's oh, all these oh, great players. Oh, 12 minute drive, Gannon does. Yeah. Oh, 14 play drive. We got Gannon's. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's pretty good, actually. Everyone start doing this. I like this a lot. The Gannon. Um yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a subtle, yeah. yeah it's like a Maddox it's, it's in baseball. Nice. Yeah, but but the thing is, each possession is gonna be more important. Right? Because like if you're only if you're only gonna have like eight or nine real possessions in a game. And you know you're, you try to get in the twenties. You got to score on almost half of them. So not having Goddard is certainly going to. All right, let's that. get into Limbaugh Joseph thing because uh, 
Jordan Davis, my Jordan Davis take, looking great. Looking Thank better, you. yes. Tiny little victory lap for me, just a little one. I mean, the victory lap isn't that tiny anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> every, they basically have to re- everyone out there is like they oh! have to re-sign someone just to replace. Like Thank they have you. no one else on the roster apparently that can this do it. Is a, which is another flaw, by the way. I like know. we talk about the Goddard thing. Like they got like so. You're telling me Jordan Davis you have to role sign a guy off the is street. so important yeah. that you got one guy on the roster that can do it. It's a like, great point. It's, it's a really silly. good point. All right, yeah. so they go out and sign Linval Joseph. A, a very good career, you know, a nice football player, a couple-time pro bowler, 13 years or whatever it yeah. is. You know, he's been around the block, but he's 34. And again, hasn't literally was year. out of work. Yeah, hasn't played this year. <laughs> uh, by the way, should mention, too, uh, part of this, I think, was the, I'm not even going to, you you could try and say the name, to, whatever his name. Tu- Marlon Tuapoloto. Tuapoloto. It could be wrong, but what, I sounded confident. Sounds good. Yeah. You sounded super confident. Thank you, yeah. He got put on IR, too. Which is part of it. Yeah, too, that, it's yeah. part of it. But the thing about Marlon is, like, Marlon's like maybe three hundred pounds. Like Jordan Davis, three sixty. Yeah, this, and Linval, uh, Linval Joseph, Joseph is a big boy, two forty. I'm sorry, three forty. Right, he's a like big dude. That that was you know a we don't have to get. It's like oh, so you just you really need this guy? Yeah, well, and like like you drafted a guy in the first round, then said we're building our defense that's, around yeah. him structurally, and then you don't bring anybody else structurally. Yeah. And yeah, and you don't have a backup. Yeah, it's and you don't have, like. And this is why I think the whole Gannon thing, like, yep. we're not actually have the defense around him, Jonathan. Well, I mean, it's Howie, too. Jonathan. Howie as well. But, but, um, like, <laughs> that's why I feel like the issue it. is is more personnel in a way. But ultimately, they hold responsibility for the fact they have personnel. Yeah. But here's my thing with Linval Joseph. I think if if they would have signed him before they brought Robert Quinn in, I would have been like, all right, like I like it. After seeing Robert Quinn be a complete zero, <laughs> right? Like, literally... Barely playing, doing nothing. Well, playing more and doing nothing. Playing more, yeah. Twenty something snaps against Washington. Did, I, I don't yeah, believe he had anything. I have not noticed him on the field. Exactly, a hundred percent. Other than his very first game when he gets in there, it's like, oh look, there's yeah, ninety eight. There's yeah. Robert Quinn. He's you don't on the notice field. Him. I have. I did you get you know tickets what that's for? Now re re up parking. Oh, boom. No, I definitely you. didn't get the tickets. Look yeah. at you being on top of parking. Yes. Kelly's gotten far too many tickets. Yeah, Kristen's, you know. Yeah, I don't blame much. her. I would be annoyed too. It's, yeah. That's, that's well, easy. I have to pay for them. It's but yeah. easy money not to. Well, you guys are married. I know, I know, I know. You guys I'm just are saying. married. It's I know. the same thing. Yes, I know that. Yeah, but you're, you're it feels so- like it comes out of my soccer money, <laughs> is what I'm basically saying. <laughs> it's harder to justify buying I things know, when I just. You know yeah. what? That is, that is actually pretty fair. That is a good thing. Um, I don't even remember what I was saying. Well, you're talking about Linville Joseph, the personnel, Gannon, like, yeah. like oh, Robert Quinn. Yeah, Robert, that's where we're at. He's been nothing. Yeah, he's been he's nothing. Been and so, so that's and like also like real quick with Linville Joseph, he was on the street. All right, yeah. so like I will now never, the question is was it by... unless it's like Odell Beckham or something where like all right because of an injury waited half a season. I'm not saying sign Odell Beckham. I'm just saying the idea of although that. honestly, well, actually, I mean, <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, yeah, but regardless, yeah. more my yeah. point of like a guy who there's an injury and they don't sign because they're not ready yet or whatever. That's right. a different story. But otherwise, like a 34 year old guy who doesn't have a job, my initial take every freaking time is well, I guess there's probably a reason you have a job. Yeah, boom. Well, like, that's my take. So. Here's we want to. Another part of this is one thing I say all the time is if you don't have training camp, it's hard to get going. Mm-hmm. This guy hasn't even played football. <laughs> I know. Like so, and look, I'm sure he's keeping him shape. I'm sure the yeah, Eagles he said have he talked could be about ready to go on yeah, Sunday. I'm sure he so. does feel that yeah. way. Yeah. But like, you know, who, who, <laughs> game check, baby. Yeah, who would have thought? Yeah, but <laughs> oh yeah, extra check. Yeah, he'll dress right. But um, I mean, I I think with him, it's like expecting him to come in and be an impact player. Oh, I think it's crazy. asking a lot. Yeah, it's, it's asking crazy. a lot. It's but, crazy. But you know, he's playing a lot of games. He has experience. He's a big body. So like. I appreciate the effort to try to fix a problem, but it's just I can't I can't look at a 34 year old that was on the street that you know is, has played Same 171 games and, and been like this is the solution to the run defense. I yeah. just 
I can't right, get there with I'm it. I'm right there with you. And again, to your point, like better something than nothing. You know, the yeah. trade deadlines passed. Well, that's all a tough part, too. Yeah, it is. It but, is. But also, like, so Marvin Wilson, defensive tackle on the um, practice squad. It was a small thing, actually. It's like before the Washington game, one of the other beats was Dave Zangaro. I was like, do you think it's weird he's not active? And at first, I was kind of like, no. Like, it didn't even process to me. But then I remembered, like, he played, like, 20, you know, like, 15 or 16 snaps a week before. He had a good training camp. He's inactive this week. Like, they clearly must not think he could yeah, play. Like, clearly. There's no other takeaway. That was my hope. I didn't think you did. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right, though. I mean, it is weird that they have this guy here who's played in games for them. Right. And they weren't, like— And they're bringing a 34-year-old. Off like, the street. Now, again, Limbaugh Joseph is a big dude. I guess that yeah. might be part of I it. I have to look up Marvin Wilson's weight. I know he's a big guy too. Yeah, but. is he as big as those guys? Probably not. No, probably not. No. Um, but so I, anyway, like I think Mar I think um Linville. Joseph. I think Linville Joseph can come in and like maybe help, but this doesn't to me signal like All right, so big big picture it then. How concerned are you about the run defense? I'm concerned. Yeah. I'm very concerned about the run defense. Because for for a couple reasons. A, you look at what Jonathan Taylor this, did. Last just the week. schedule. You don't even just have to say Taylor. It's it's Taylor, it's, yeah, it's, it's Saquon, Saquon it's twice, it's, yeah, Aaron like, Jones, it's Derrick Henry. Here, like, here's they the, have a ton of good running yeah. backs on the slate. So one school of thought, which I don't think is completely wrong, is if a team's going to run it 50 times against you and average you're three fine yards with, a you carry, said, cool. you're fine with that. Cool. But, but, but the thing is— You've got to stop them on third down. Yeah. That's well, the key. Here's the other problem. Washington is not a good running team. But, so, so Richie like, said this on the air, too, and he's clearly right. He's like, Washington is the worst running team that they will face the rest of yeah, the season. Yeah, and, and so, like, those three and a half, or, you know, 3.1 yards per carry are going to turn into, like, 4.5 against good running teams. So, all of a sudden, they don't even face third down, basically, right? So, like, I think it's a problem for a couple reasons. A, I do think the personnel is not good enough, and I don't expect Jordan Davis to make a big impact when he comes back. If he does, that would be amazing for them, but I, I don't think you can count on it. And then you look behind them, the linebackers, TJ Edwards, I think is a good tackler, but Kaiser White has not been great tackling recently. They don't have big linebackers. People are suggesting bringing Nakobe. Again, like, if Nakobe could do it, Nakobe would be out there. Yeah, like, he'd they're be not. They have every incentive in the world to play Nakobe, and he's not out there, which is fine. He's developing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But. Asking him to do it is, isn't great. And the other part of this is I don't think, like, their safeties, and I know their safeties aren't always just traditionally just sitting back there, but, like, they don't have a great tackling secondary. So if you're getting past the line, those are where big gains are going to happen because Darius Slade, not a great tackler. Bradbury, not a great tackler. Kaiser, not a great tackler. Uh, Gardner-Johnson, not a great tackler. Epps can be a good tackler. He's made some big hits. But, like, I view it as a personnel problem. And then on top of that, and I'll take a shot at my boy Gannon. Good, you should. Like, Please, I don't think there. he's the problem. But I also don't – I have not seen anything from him where it's like he's making up for the personnel. You know, well, like – especially – And I'm not an X is an O guy, so – it feels but, like situationally it doesn't make sense. Like a, a, something that Richie has brought up a lot this week that I think is a really good point. He's like – like I understand this is the type of defense you play. The cover two, the guys off. You're trying to avoid big plays. Yeah, he's great like, turnovers. Right, yeah. but you have, to, you have to look at who you're playing. Like Taylor Heineke has a weak-ass arm. Yeah, I like, agree with that. He is make not – Make him beat you. you make Stack him beat the box you. and make him exactly. beat you. I agree with that. Like, and you need yeah. to do that type of stuff. But, Adjust but, based on who you're freaking playing. Yes. Now, the flip side of them facing all these great running backs is they're facing a lot of bad quarterbacks. Yeah. Matt Ryan. Yes. Uh, Sell Matt out. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Daniel Jones twice, right? Do something different, yeah. Gannon. Don't Gannon us so, again. But, but here's the other reality of the NFL. If you're going to stack the box, even if the quarterback you're facing is bad, it is really, really hard to play man coverage for like four seconds. I get it, but but why? I, I, I'm you, not saying you, uh, Darius Slay and no, James Bradbury. I'm not Bradbury, saying they shouldn't right? do it. I mean, I, 
I'm yeah, not saying they shouldn't do it. Any team should do it. It's the it's the Eagles. Yeah, I I don't disagree with you. I'm just I'm and I just, think Slay is actually like a way better man corner than his own corner. Like he he is he's fine in zone. He is an elite man. Yeah, corner. he can do everything. Right, yeah. but but like, and I'm not disagreeing with you about them doing it. I'm just saying the risk of it is, it's hard to like. It's just the league is set up to make it hard. So like. I, if I were the defense coordinator, and you know, or, or I would listen to your plan. I would stack the box, stop the run, make them beat you with the pass. That's what I would do. I'm just saying they don't have good run defenders. They're playing good run offenses, and then you're also putting all your guys on islands. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's not a super attractive choice either. But here's another overarching point really quickly. We say this a lot on the pod, right? We're not X's and O's people. Mm-hmm. It's not like – it's not what we do, right? Yeah. We understand it, but we're not like – Yeah. yeah. They, they, they were 8-0 before this game. So, like, I know Jordan Davis is a new wrinkle to all this, him being out. I guess where I would go with this is, like, as much as I view the run defense as a fatal flaw, they've lost one game all yeah, year. Because I'm right there so, with you, So this idea, like, why I do believe I don't see the solution and it's going to be tough, they've been able to manage, you know? Yeah, so, and everyone's like, so well, that, this is, they, 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 they showed the blueprint. And it's right. like, really? And, and I, I felt that. Like, I, yeah. but, but, like, this is also, I think, a combination of like overreaction with a real problem. Yeah, I think it's a real I, I, problem, I but I also think there's built-in overreaction. I think it's a great way to put it. Yeah, and like I can't look at the run defense like it's fine, totally fine. No, it's but not. It's it's an issue, but I also am not going to look at that game and be like, oh, every team's. But this do that is the game, it. and like this is why I think this is such a huge game. Like if Jonathan Taylor runs all over them and they lose, that's when you're like, they have a real problem. Yeah, like a, a I, real I like, and it's past the trade deadline. But also even if you even if it wasn't. Run defense is not really a one-person thing, even though Jordan Davis maybe is the one person. Super freaking right, star. but like I was just talking top five pick night if they went. The, the I was just talking to Richie in the hallway, and I don't think he'll mind if I say this, but he was saying like run defense is like a want to, you know? Yeah. It's like it's yeah. a team it's, effort. It, it, it's, it's running it's, to the ball. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like group tackling, awesome. and and that's not what you saw against Washington. Like they're getting pushed back on the ball, and like now they're small, which is part of it, but. Jordan Davis is going to help, but keep in mind, Jordan Davis was also only playing like 23 snaps a game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. he's not going to come in here and play 70% of the snaps. Certainly made a difference. Though. They got to get leads. Yeah. That's what it really comes down yeah, to. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, all right. You got anything else birds-wise? I got another thing I want to throw at you, but and I have one I, more birds-wise thing. thing so I know, I right. Too much more time. So My I, fault, guys. I do want to make this point. Maybe we can do the whole show on this on Saturday, but let me Ooh, throw this out as like a, a, good, a teaser. Maybe this will be the show on So... <laughs> Um, so I went and I looked, and the last 10 seasons, the number one seed in the NFC. Now, keep in mind, nine of these seasons, there were 16 games and not 17. Mm-hmm. So that factors in. But of the last 10 seasons, the number one seed in the NFC has had at least 13 wins nine times. So I think you're looking at getting 13 wins to win the number one yeah, seed. Like, I flat think out, that's right? a really fair way to right. put it. So I, it, with that being said, I think it basically comes down to three teams, the Eagles, the Vikings, and the Giants, because the Eagles would have to go 5-3 and three the West, rest of the way to get to 13. That feels very doable. Very doable. Very doable. And same thing Six with the Vikings. 6-2 to get to 14, right? Yeah, same for the Vikings. The Giants won one less, right? But then you look at, like, Dallas. They'd have to go 8-0 to get 14 wins. And also, or 7-1 to get yeah. to 13. They're and not going to do Dallas that. and Minnesota still play each other. The Giants and Minnesota yep. still play each other. Like, there, there's, like, things where those teams will knock each other out a little bit at least. Right. So, like, I think we can look and talk about, like, you know— Dallas has a high ceiling, which I agree with. I think Tampa is like a scary playoff opponent. But really, when we talk about getting the number one seed, it's the Eagles, the Vikings, and the Giants. That's it. I don't think any other team has a chance of getting the one seed. And they play the Giants twice. They have the tiebreak over Minnesota. So while I do think, like, again, it's a must-win game and all that is true, if you told me before the season it came down to the Eagles, Vikings, and Giants with eight games to go for the number one seed, 
I would take that. Yeah. Because I still Who refuse. Now, the Giants could end up being a tough matchup for the Eagles, but I just refuse to believe the Giants are going to go like 6-2 and two right. right now. And they it, have the it, toughest schedule in the NFL the rest of the way. And you are very big on looking at lines and looking at things to get a feel for what what the the real value of a team is. I have is. a good story with that, by the way. Okay, well, good. And not to step on you guessing tomorrow, but I'm going to give you two lines now. Okay. Uh, and we're doing the Parks Picks Pod tomorrow. But just so you get a feel for like you, the teams you just talked about, right? And the Eagles, I'm sure you've seen, are uh, so with the Goddard injury went down. There's yeah, it's six, six and, and a half. half. It yeah. was ten. Well, I, I, you like, know, I actually think that happened before the Goddard injury. Did it? Okay. Oh, so no, either, no, no. My bad. That happened today. So Okay, so either way, surprising. But um, the New York Giants are hosting the Detroit Lions. In New York. In New York. What would you let's do it now? What would you guess the line is? I mean, so it's one of those things where it's, Yes. Exactly. What would you have guessed <laughs> yeah. if I had not said anything? I would have guessed probably six and a half. They are a three point yeah, favorite. That's what I was Detroit, gonna guess on my first. Three point favorite Just home so against you know that's what I was Detroit. gonna guess off of what you Good. said. Good. And uh, against Detroit. Detroit, okay, huh. and then coming from Mr. And Campbell, then, over here. hey, it is what it is. And then Dallas in Minnesota. What do you think the line is for that? Minnesota minus four. Dallas is a one and a half point favorite in Minnesota. Wow. wow. All right. So I do think that is interesting stuff. You know, it does show that, like, yeah, these teams have big records, but people don't believe in these teams. I agree. And so this is another good example. I should have said this during the Bet Parks thing, but we were talking World Cup. I cannot stress to anybody more. The best way to know how to feel about a game is to check the live odds during mm-hmm. a game. So unless it was the when, Monday night game. When they the were well, no, no. What did you say? Unless it was Monday night's game against the Eagles. Well, no. At one point you text me, you're like, they're still a minus 1,000. Yeah, yeah, So <laughs> early on they were for yeah, sure. But so when they were tied against Houston at halftime, I think they were something like minus 1,100, yeah. right? Against Washington, they very quickly dropped yeah, down it to did. like. It was like, it was like they were. I they think, were like plus 150. Now I know they were trailing. Halftime but they still, were minus 220, I think. Yeah, that was it, right. Yeah. And then, so I don't think they became plus until like the third. Yeah. But I think it was a good example of like. Even though the Houston and Washington games, were, there were some similarities in the way that it was close for a little bit. No one ever thought that they were going to lose the Houston. I, there was just a Washington thing where I, it was, and I don't know if I said this on the post game pod, but like it was probably the first time I was like, I don't know, man. Yeah, like, it doesn't I, feel I, like they dude, have this. I, I would, so it's, it's, my dad texts me almost every almost third the, quarter. That feels yeah. like a loss. I almost pulled out Fritz's things. It really did. It did. It really yeah. did feel like a loss. My dad will text me of almost every third quarter of every game, be like, "So you think they're going to win?" And every week I've been like, "Yeah, they got this." And I think this was the first time I was like, "I don't know, man." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like this, this adorable looks that bad. Your dad does that. Thank you. Yeah, that is so cute. Yeah, like yeah. I, it is what it is. I love it. Yeah, what it is. It was funny because I always say yes, so it's yeah. But no, this was the first time. But I guess what I was trying to say with the number one seed thing is, even though it might feel like the sky's falling, and look, Indy's going to go a long way in proving how if that's true or not. Mm -hmm. They still have a really good chance at the ones. Yeah, they're the The Vikings are the the Vikings are the worry. Yeah, but and again, but they they have the tiebreaker. Yeah, they beat them. You know, it's funny. Last time they got the the Vikings are not going sixteen and one. They will lose some more games. So in twenty seventeen, when they're an underdog this week, go ahead in twenty. In 2017, when um, the Eagles got the number one seed, they won it because of a tiebreaker over the Vikings. Yeah, and then that proved to be pretty important. Yeah, in it the did. End. Needless <laughs> to say. We're wondering how important the one seed yes. is. And it's even more important now because there was only one bye. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, I got one last thing. Do you have anything else you want to get to? Is it Eagles thing? No. Oh. Um, I mean, it's like a kind of. It's like a. Yeah, uh, no, I don't have any. Okay. Like, we so did Goddard. I, we did Joseph. So, we did the one seed. And, and we deservedly crushed him in the postgame pod. Uh Jeffrey Laurie for for just losing his, didn't pick up more losing his mind for yeah. a moment and deciding to sing we are the champions in the in the lot with with fans and I love that he's trying to be the common man you but know? I'm gonna I'm gonna round back and give him some credit now even though even though 
whenever this season falls apart, if they do not win the Super Bowl, it's Jeffrey Lurie's fault for that moment. <laughs> yeah, I just, love it. Let's not forget that moment. But little credit here. Um, it's a double credit in one tweet, okay? Um, both for being the owner that he always says he is with signing checks and this and that, and also, again, for deciding not to hire Josh McDaniels. <laughs> Did you see this report about Josh McDaniels? I have- Oh, okay. The reason that the Raiders will not fire Josh McDaniels is they are cash poor. They yeah, do not yeah. have the money to fire him. You'll never hear that with the Bill Eagles. Plaschke said that he expects that he will be the coach this year and next year because the Raiders just can't. First of all, they hired the wrong guy. Yeah. Nice job, Jeffrey. Right. And they are too poor to fire him and hire someone else. Thank you, Jeffrey. For never being, I, I I think it's such like a a good example of how much like interviews and stuff like it's really just a feel for the person. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you look at if you didn't talk to the person and you put everyone's resumes out, you would never in a like million years hire Siri. Yeah, thousand times, dude. You better. would never hire Jeff Saturday over yeah. him. Obviously, well, I think, of course. Yeah, obvi- well, obviously, I would take him. Over I, him. I, it's not even close, to be honest. <laughs> there is a very. Few... I'm a leader of men, guys. So. I, so. You, I, Thank you. I am. You're welcome I, I, aboard. I'm welcome to change my um, mind. So, Open you know, to. like, there'll be certain things, that, certain Twitter things or that, that just are just so funny and I can't get enough. Like, right now, I can't get enough of, like, the, the Elon jokes on Twitter. Yeah. And, like, just that, like, there's so much great content yes. out there. The versions of, like, there should be, a, the, the NFL should just hire someone off the couch each it's week. It's so to, good. To, like, any joke about to go against Josh McDaniels yeah. is, like, I I cannot get enough of it. Everyone makes me laugh. Um, I do have one more quick quick super sure, thing. Sure. This is like, I think this might be like the biggest loser energy thing happening right now. Did you see this whole thing in Washington where people are mad at Nick Sirianni because he took a shot at Art Monk? No. So, all right. What? Do you remember after the Eagles win over Washington where he wore the Mike Quick jersey, sure. right? Yeah, and he, he had big games against yeah, Washington. Yeah, right? And yeah. so I, I, don't even what, I don't remember what the exact quote was, but he said something like, I would take Mike Quick over Art Monk was basically like, if I remember, like the essence of the quote. Wait, for, for, real quick, what do people expect? Mike Quick's well, the announcer yeah, for exactly. the freaking well, team. Well, that's number one. Wait, what, what's <laughs> like, what's going to be up like, there? He's like, well, I really like my friend, yeah. Mike Quick, but you know what? I'd take Art Monk. Well, and, and, and also, it's like, were you going to sit up there and have a real debate yes. about who would you take? What are we talking He's about? wearing the dude's jersey, right? <laughs> like, so there's this whole thing in Washington now where I guess Terry McLaurin, after the Eagles win or their win over Eagles, put on like an Art Monk jersey. No, or he like stupid. paid compliment to Art Monk or something. Like, and so now there's this guys? whole thing where it's like Terry's been holding on to this. He took a like. First of all, like talk about the biggest loser energy ever. It's but unbelievable. Also, like, so what was this? Was Terry McLaurin's big plan? He was gonna wait like six weeks and hope that they beat them and then come back at Nick. Like, <laughs> it's so. It's weird. just like there's like there's McLaurin, legitimately a large a large por- portion of like Washington Commanders Twitter, if that's even a thing. But like, however many there are, the large portion of it that's like, oh, how could Nick say that? Good job, Terry. It's like everybody, calm down. Who cares? Yeah, it's just like. The silliest beef I've ever heard in my yeah, life. Yeah, I, I care. I care. That's even dumber than everyone being mad about Rob Thompson not winning the manager. Who cares? Uh, who cares? It's definitely dumber. It's who cares? It's definitely dumber. Yeah, it, and and it's, I think the Thompson thing is dumb. And well, I'm sorry, the all vote the people before really the playoffs. Mad. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's before, and then on top of that, like again, no one cares. It's the dumbest award. Do you have any idea how many times anyone has ever won it? No. Well, I found out yesterday, Buck Showalter's won it four times. Terry Francona, who's the best manager of a generation, has won it three times. Well, can like, I ask you cares? something? Yes. Like, is it any different than Coach of the Year in other sports? No, it's the same thing. You just think it matters less? No, I just think it's a—I don't care. Well, I'm, I'm like, asking, like, do you think 
if I think Sirianni the, wins coach of the year, you don't. Oh, I think that matters more. Okay, that's what I I'm asking. I think yeah. the NFL coach of the year matters more than the manager of the year in baseball. But on Actually, top of that, like, I just don't, I don't care that much about any of them. Like, yeah. I just don't. Like, I care about the MVP. I care about the rookie of the year. Baseball, I care about the Cy Young. Like, that's it. Like, mm. defensive player of the year, I guess, in the NFL. Like, that's something. I feel this way. I, I feel- don't care. <laughs> I have a Rob Thompson take that, like, I might hold on to. Oh. But, but. I think like the GM of the year done anyway. Yeah, the GM of the year thing is probably like to me the award that like it's a legit award, but it never gets any like yeah. Well, and again, manager of the year doesn't like. I had no idea how many times any of these people have won it until they said it there. Yeah, I've no. I have no. I'm a, the biggest baseball fan you know. You are. I more could than not Jack. go year by year and yeah, damn yeah. straight I am. Yeah, uh, I could not go year by year and tell you any year that anyone. Wow. Managed. I have no idea. It's so dumb. So that's my thought. All right. All right, I'm sorry. Every people. Are no, I mean, look, it's a, it's, it's not a, a it's not a, a good pop, rant. Not a popular take. Yeah. Sure. Well. Yeah. Um. We done? I've well, yeah, we are done. Well, you were about to say something. No, we're not. Go so, ahead. Super quick. I've had this debate <laughs> with my friends for like the last three weeks. Who do you think's more impactful, a basketball coach or a baseball manager? A basketball coach. Interesting. I said. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. That's not fair. Probably a baseball. So manager, here was actually. here. No, I think I think they're both not. Super impactful, but a baseball manager is. Yeah, they have more decisions than that. Here's where I think yeah, I fall. Yeah, they have more it. decisions. And people can tweet us this if you want to say. No, basketball. It's, de- it's definitely baseball manager. I think. Well, I think baseball managers' decisions are bigger. Yeah, make a bigger Look, impact. I think an idiot can win in either. I don't think you have to be a. I think you can win in either if you have good players. Yeah, I would or, agree with that. But I know, think baseball, there's more impact on their moves. Whereas basketball, right. you just sub guys in and out. I think you're right. Yeah. I, no, I, that's unfair. No, no, I mean, no, they, there's more there's to, a lot more. To, but I guess what, what I, mean I is, do in the in in moment in the game, you do a lot more as a baseball. Well, the difference too is I think in baseball, once you take the person out, that's it. Yeah. So like with basketball, you can try different decision. things, and obviously yeah. it's a different type of sport. That's good but, good yeah. take. Thank you. I agree with you. I'm a baseball guy. You're, well, obviously, it's, yeah. we have a text chain that says that. <laughs> that is what it's called. You can't be in it unless you're a baseball <laughs> I guy. Know, so. I know. All right, we done? Yes. Parks picks spot tomorrow. Parks picks spot tomorrow. Go birds on Saturday, right? Yeah, I'll be there. Will you be yeah. there? Are you, when do you leave? Uh, well, remember I moved my flight. I don't leave till Saturday what night. A, what a freaking yeah. hero! <laughs> yeah. You were just. I leave at six thirty at night. Yeah. See right so, here, this guy. Yeah. All right. We'll Anything talk for to the you. listeners. Talk to you tomorrow. We'll talk to you Saturdays. Okay.